five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. This is your number one radio station. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. What's going on, tribe? It is another exciting episode of the Roy Judah Podcast. We are back, baby. We are back. I hope you guys miss me. I miss you guys. Listen, we must learn to take breaks. There was a lot going on. I needed a break. Now we are back. But I want to share something with you. As always, I need you to share the podcast with at least two people. It takes two seconds to share it with two people. That's all we asking. Two seconds, two people. Share the Roar Judah podcast. Listen, it has been an extreme, extreme journey in the sense of learning how to grow, walking with God and strengthening my faith. This whole podcast started off through faith and and works because faith without works is dead, right? So everything that has happened has happened by grace it has happened by favor it has happened by faith and so i took a vacation and on my vacation i did some traveling and god showed up in ways that i cannot even begin to explain but what i will share with you for those who are listening to my tribe and to whoever may listen that you may share it with i need you to understand that if you do not take a step today what will you do tomorrow Let me say that again. If you do not take a step today, what will you do tomorrow? Because we too often love to say what we will do, but we never take the step. My vacation taught me, my time away taught me that God shows up in the step. Don't get me started. Listen, God shows up in the step. You have to take the step. And I guarantee you, Right. I guarantee you that before your foot can get planted down, God will be there. You have to take the step. Once your foot comes up off the ground and before it lands again, God will meet you where you are. But you have to be willing to take the step. My journey showed me that by me taking the step, God met my every need and it wasn't comfortable. And we get too caught up in being comfortable. We want God to do the thing and be comfortable. It doesn't work that way. Listen to me. It doesn't work that way. In order for God to show up in your situation, you may have to be uncomfortable. You may have to be okay with being uncomfortable. Because where can you find the move of God if you're comfortable, if you're content? You have to be stretched. And that's what my journey taught me. Uh, We drove up to Cleveland. It was an eight-hour trip. Shout out to my son who did not do anything, by the way. He just slept the whole time. Uh, We drove to Cleveland for eight hours. And then we went to Michigan for four hours. I really enjoyed Cleveland. Shout out to Cleveland, Ohio. I got to give some shout out to Shaker Heights. Uh, 
I went all over the east side of Cleveland. It was beautiful um, in some parts, and some parts was bad. But you get that anywhere you go. But you have to see the beauty of who God is in all things. So, uh, Shaker Heights, shout out to you. Mayfield Heights, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to the host who had me there. Really appreciate you. Uh, then we went over to Michigan. Uh, I've been to Michigan Grand Rapids several times. Shout out to my good folks over in Michigan. That was awesome. That was an awesome trip. Learned a lot of things. Uh, one thing that I will share with you is that if you want to see God in your life, just hear me very carefully here. If you really, truly want to see God in your life, ask God to give you an adventure Something that you cannot phantom, something that you cannot, it's not tangible. You want to experience God on a new level, ask God to give you an adventure. Whenever you ask God for an adventure, you will be taken on a journey that's greater than any roller coaster ride that you can ever imagine. There'll be highs and there'll be lows, but here's the thing you are being developed. Your character is being strengthened in that process. Listen, don't get me started. That's not why we're here, but I wanted to share why I have been gone, what we've been doing. And as always, it's all about expansion. So we are here today, another episode, another opportunity to connect. We definitely want to let you know that behind the scenes, we're working really hard. We are about to run a campaign. Stay tuned. We'll keep you updated. And if you have not visit the website, www.theroyjuda.org, please go and do so to keep up with the latest and the greatest. Also, before I forget, we just added prayer requests. Prayer requests are now available on the website. You can go on there, submit your prayer requests. We are here to intercede and to be an intercessor on your behalf. We want to stand in the gap and pray with you and believe with you for whatever miracle or whatever need you may need from God. We are here for that. And as always, we want to give a special shout out to our tribe of sponsors, Love and Rain Company, The RH3 Show, Wild Praise Music and Media, Gospel 107.1 FM in the Bahamas, 1301 Productions, and J. Carroll Photography. Thank you guys so much. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor, please reach out to us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at theroarjuda.org. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N, at theroarofjuda.org. Also, you can follow us on social media. That is the Royal Judah Podcast on Facebook, the Royal Judah on Instagram, the Royal Judah on Twitter. And as always, you can visit the website. Listen, we always want to kick the show off with prayer. Prayer is important. If you have not incorporated prayer into your life and you don't know how to pray, pray, please believe that we are here to help you, guide you, and strengthen you. Prayer does not have to be complicated or complex. It is simple as lifting up your voice and asking God for help in whatever area of your life you may need. So let's take a moment and pray. Bow your heads. Here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing the listeners to have a relationship with you. I think that is the most important thing that they may need in their life right now. Whatever they may be going through, their circumstance, they need to know that you are with them despite what they may be seeing. Despite the hardships and the trials and the tribulations, Father, you are with them because you would never leave them or forsake them. That is your word. That is your promise to us. 
So we are grateful that you will never leave us or forsake us. And for the person who is hurting, for the person who has experienced loss, we thank you for comforting them. We thank you for being with them in their time of loss. We thank you for watching over them and protecting them. Give them a pure heart of forgiveness for whatever they lost may be. I just sense that in my spirit right now that somebody has experienced a tremendous loss and that you are with them and they feel like you may not be hearing their prayer, but you are with them. We thank you, Father, that you care for them because you are a father and we are your children and you will not leave us or forsake us. Now, with that being said, Father, we want to say thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the favor that you have put over our life. Thank you for the salvation that you have given us. It is free and anyone can obtain it. All they have to do is open up the door of their heart and let Christ in. And we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. And you are the best God. There's no other God greater than you. And we want to say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All righty, tribe. With that being said, let's go to work. Listen, I am excited because we have a special guest in the building. We have a special guest. And this is why this guest, this moment is spectacular. And I'm so excited. So let me calm down. Take a deep breath. Okay. Special guest is Miss Heather Roberts all the way from St. Louis. Right? The St. Louis. Miss Roberts. Are you there? What, what you got going on back there? I'm here. All right. Here we go. So we got Miss Heather Roberts in the building. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you more about her story. She traveled down from St. Louis to visit us. Miss Roberts, take it away. Hey, Tribe. I'm excited as well as honored to be here on the Roar of Beauty podcast. All right. So, Miss Roberts, could you please... Tell me why you love Bojangles chicken. I like chicken. It's oh finger God. licking good. Finger licking good chicken. Fresh and hot. Listen, you said you uh, stopped off in Atlanta a few months ago and you had some of that Bojangles chicken. Now, did you get you some of that chicken while you were here? I did. Was it good? It was good. All right. That's what we like to hear. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of Bojangles chicken. Now, I do love their breakfast, but their chicken is, mm, I'm not a chicken person, so I wouldn't be able to really answer that question, but I am excited and thrilled that you love Bojangles chicken. Now, with that being said, do y'all even have a Bojangles in St. Louis? We do not. Mm. So we're going to have to get you some chicken shipped to you. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> that chicken would bless your soul if you could get a bag of chicken just shipped to you, <laughs> FedEx. Just, Overnight. Overnight mm-hmm. the chicken. Overnight it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ate piece. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, eight piece. Straight to your door. Straight. Listen. Mm-hmm. With the biscuit, you like the biscuit? They were okay. Oh, speaking of that, I think you did mention something about you put honey and hot sauce on your chicken? Yeah. What can you please explain that process? I like the spicy and the sweet. My lord. Together. If anybody out there <laughs> puts hot sauce and honey on their chicken please comment on our social media and let us know why in the world <laughs> do you want honey and chicken honey hot honey hot chicken boy i done heard it all oh my gosh i don't know what to do with her she said honey and hot sauce boy she done made up some try stuff. it you'll like it 
Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. All right. <laughs> oh, honey and chicken. All right. That's like that's like I think they have a thing down here where they put sugar in their grits or rice or something like that. That's the way to eat it. What? Sugar and butter. In your rice? Yeah. Man. If you ain't like that, you're eating it wrong. Listen. <laughs> I've been eating it wrong all my life then. Yeah, sugar, a little sugar and butter. Oh, wow. Mm. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we have Hair by Heather. Hair by Heather. Mm-hmm. Where did that name come from? And how did you get started in the hair business? Well, I was an educator for almost 10 years. And my passion has always been hair. Hair care um, and appearance. Overall appearance. Um, and I began to do my own hair and other people began to ask me to do their hair and seven years later here i am doing it full-time now when you say full-time uh because you disclose is that you you don't have a regular job so you just oh she said "Mm, we on faith out here absolutely i I love it i love it i love it i love it now now you say you are mobile if i'm not mistaken yes now you go to clients correct yes and now, do you provide all the products, the hair, the the shampoos, the whatever they need for their their experience or their session or whatever you call it? What is what is it called? Their appointment. Their appointment. There it is. So, do you provide all the the things that they may need for their appointment? Yes, I do to the best of my ability, as long as it's communicated what is needed before I get there. So, shampoo, conditioner, what like all those things, right? Yes. Now, Combs. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, all of it. You provide comb? dryer. Oh wow! You really are mobile. Yeah, all of it. That is awesome. Yes. Now, how how much money does it take to start a mobile hair business? Ooh. Um. So I do product. I buy products every month, um, and I spend anywhere from two to four hundred dollars monthly on products because I service clients six days a week. Mm, so you don't really have any time off not really oh wow that is insane so you work six days a week and how many hours do you put in in a day um anywhere from eight to 12 depending on what i'm doing in the styles oh wow now what's the longest amount of time that you spent doing one head i would say eight hours eight almost nine hours wow and what style was that box braids Mm, them box braids be taking people out of here. Yeah, I don't do a lot of them because my schedule doesn't allow. <laughs> I have a large clientele. Oh, wow. So now is your clientele mostly women? Do you do do you service men? I recently completed the hours. I will be taking my barber's license soon. So I will be a one-stop shop for the family. Oh, wow. Now, um, when you say one-stop shop for the family, that means you do men, women, kids, goats, every dog. Horses, bring everybody. Listen, how can you be blessed if you do not open up the doors Absolutely. to the church? You yes. hear me? Open them up. Listen, mm-hmm. opportunities knock. You have to yeah. step up and get them. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. It's all about positioning, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm not mistaken, we had a conversation you do believe in God and you do believe in Christ. Tell me a little bit more about your your journey, your faith experience. I have been in church all my life. Um, but as an adult, I have come into the revelation of who God is to Heather. Um, not my parents or grandparents, but who he is to me. Mm. And I love him more than anything or anybody. 
He is my foundation. Um, and I live my life by faith. Mm, that is very good. That is very good. Now, you say you live your life by faith. What does faith mean to you? Things that I can't see or things that seem to be out of reach or out of grasp. I serve a big guy that is able and capable to get me where I need to be. Mm, that's good. That's good. You know, my journey has taught me that faith is not about what you can see, but about, about what you can believe for. Um, I've seen God do some amazing things. And to say that I understand God in his totality would be insane because he's too vast for me to even comprehend. But what I do know is that wherever you have a belief for and you have hope, faith and hope together will cause that that belief to manifest. I really do believe that. Um, And I would hope that the listeners who are out there listening, if you have a dream, if you have something that you're expecting God for, you're, you're expecting God to do something in your life. Um, and it seems impossible if you hold on to hope, if you stay close to faith and you believe, even in your unbelief, that that thing will manifest, it shall manifest, but you have to hold on to the belief. And it has to be in God's will because we can believe God for anything, but it has to be in God's will. Now, uh, Miss Heather, I want to get back to your story <laughs> because I want to ask you several questions and we're going to kind of go from hair by Heather to, you know, God, Jesus. Uh, that's what we're here for. What has been your biggest challenge starting out as a stylist and, and taking that leap from going from a regular nine to five to a full time hairstylist? Faith was the biggest part of my decision. It was difficult because going from a career of almost 10 years, benefits, 401k, insurance, all that I'm a mother, um, it was a big step. But I put my complete trust and faith in God, and he has met and exceeded every one of my needs. And he has responded to my faith in a big way. Oh, wow. That that in itself speaks uh, large volumes about who God is. It is um, in the unexpected that we see God show up in so many ways that we couldn't even imagine. But again, it takes us to make a step forward in order to see God do what he said he would do and stand on his promises. I believe that when we dream and we dream with the dream that God has for our lives, we experience God on another level. Which leads me to this question. When you started doing hair, did you expect to be where you are now? Not at all. I began doing my own hair and people that I knew began to ask me to do their hair. And here I am seven years later doing it as a full-time career. Mm, 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 mm. Now, I'm pretty sure along the way, you had some doubters, you had some haters, you had some naysayers. How did you combat that? What What was your strategy when people would say, I don't know if you should do that. That's not a good idea. Like, how did you combat that? Being driven by my faith and not the opinions and beliefs of people. 
Oh, that was good. Could you say that again for the people in the back? By being driven by my faith and not the opinions and views of people. Mm, that's good. That's a Twitter moment right there. You have been driven by your faith and not the opinions and the suggestions of others. That's huge. For the simple fact, people make life decisions based on what someone else thinks or feels their opinion. They even go off of people's suggestions of what they think this person should do. Your life is your own. I want to make that clear. Your life is your own. And you must make decisions, not only what's best for your life, but what God has called for your life to be. Too often people are navigating unfamiliar territory and they look to get the opinion or the suggestion of people who have not even been what they're trying to go. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Too often people are wanting to get suggestions and opinions from people who have not even traveled the road that you're trying to travel. So you have to be careful while you're out here. Be sure that you are being discerning and that you are praying and that you are communicating with God about the direction for his will in your life, not your will, his will for your life. And you will always be successful. Miss um, Heather, I want to ask you a quick question here. There is a rise in social media trends of do-it-yourself hair techniques and um, I see a lot of videos where people are mixing different chemicals to dye their hair and to uh, do different things to their hair. What is your opinion and what is your suggestion of uh, feedback on how to uh, combat those type of uh, trends? Do it yourself is okay to an extent. I recommend checking in with a professional. I've seen cases where people have done things at home and it did not turn out too well or in their favor I, my suggestion is to be careful with that as far as like product color um, if you're not familiar with how those things affect your hair and what they can do with your hair I recommend that you reach out beyond yourself and find those things out first mm, that's good you always want to seek out the professionals you want to seek out the professionals in your life uh, people want to take the shortcut and the, and sometimes the shortcut doesn't work out in your favor. I like the way you said that. And speaking of that, I just recently was out. Uh, I think I was in, I was in uh, Willoughby, Ohio. And I went into a Walmart and I was going into the Walmart and I saw a young lady and she had dye. Like, like she tried to dye her hair herself mm. And it was like the dye was like all on her forehead, mm. on her hands. And I guess she was trying to find some type of remedy or something. That's why she was at Walmart. But what happened if just from that scenario, why was the dye on her forehead? Because she did it herself. Mm. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> we got to stop doing that. That, that can cause hair loss. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to be bald. And break it just, especially if you don't take care of it. Mm, mm, mm. Is that why women don't be having no edges? And I ain't trying to be funny, but I'm just that's asking. the that's a part of it. Because mm, they be mm, they be edgeless, missing. edgeless. Mm. Yes, Lord. 
That is not good when it's they be not. edgeless. There's a better way. Oh, yeah. And then they try to take that little jail and lay the little baby. Yeah. Yeah, that don't be looking like nothing. You hear me? So if you out there, I apologize, <laughs> but we here with a professional hairstylist, so let me let me work. <laughs> you, you got to stop putting that little baby jail on that little nothing. <laughs> Just, let's get some help. And, yeah, give your edge some TLC. Yes, yes, Lord. Um, so let me ask you this. We hear debates, right, about heat styling, heat styling tools, and they may or they may not damage hair. What is your feedback on that? What are your thoughts? There is a proper way to use heat styling tools. I have seen a lot of heat damage. My recommendation are is any heat styling products that are titanium, titanium plated, versus ceramic plated and having the proper styling products for heat. Um, Design Essentials makes a line for natural hair for heat styling. So it is important to use the proper tool as well as the proper product. Mm. Now, when you say ceramic versus titanium, is that what you said? Yes. Uh, I know you know what you're talking about (laughs) because I don't know what you just said. I had to think about that. So... Ceramic. Now, when we say ceramic, I've seen some of these 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 terms. When you go in the hair section at Walmart, some of the like curling irons or whatever they be having over there, it says ceramic. Is that what you mean? Yes. Versus titanium, which means that it's a stronger. What was it? It's a smoother metal. Mmm, boy, she just got deep on y'all. Uh, I said y'all, not me, because I didn't know what she was talking about. But she said smoother metal. Now, does that make a difference whether you're using ceramic versus titanium? Yes, it does. Titanium glides over the hair smoother, and it requires less times that you have to pass through for each um, piece you're straightening. Oh, wow. That's that's actually some insider information for you, for you tribe members out there who want to get a smoother straightening on your hair. Look at me sounding like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Education is important. Come on with it. You can be informed <laughs> and you can learn anything. Listen, don't get the ceramic, get the titanium. Yes. Um, one of the things that I was going to ask you um, about hair, right? So do you make your own hair products? Like, have you got to that stage where uh, you are uh, mixing different things because you are educated and you are informed to where you can sell your own products? Have you got to that stage yet? Not yet, but stay tuned. Okay, I like it, I like it, I like it. Now, how does hair affect women? Does it affect their self-esteem? It can, if you allow it to. Now, how do you combat that, though? Um, Hair is important. It is an important part of the makeup of a woman, but it should not be a determining factor in how you feel about yourself. Mm, That's good, that's good. Now, how do you help your clients who are struggling with their confidence due to hair loss, standing of hair? Maybe they don't have a full head of hair. Uh, maybe their hair doesn't take to certain styles. How do you um, help build their confidence in those areas? By taking time to listen. Their experience has not been my experience. So to mm. be able to accurately and effectively address whatever the issue is, I just take time and listen to them to understand their journey. Um, and where they are about their own hair. Mm, that's good. That's good. Now, do you 
Right, do you have kids? I do. I have an amazing 13-year-old daughter. Oh, wow. Man, you want to shut your daughter out? Hey, Kayla, girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how is it having a daughter? And I think you said she's 13. Yes. Um, how is it having you in the house as a hairstylist? What, how does she, like, love getting her hair done? or Every other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, she thinks that's how that's supposed to work. I mean, I mean, she got a mom who does <laughs> hair. I mean, I would be right there. Yes. So she's enjoying that. That sounds like that's some good girl time for yes, you you guys. Definitely. And um, is that um, building a better bond for you guys? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, it gives us that, that outlet to talk and that time to talk. And just girl time, doing hair. Um, she'll send me stuff that she sees on social media. Or she'll just text me ide- text me ideas of styles that she wants or has in mind. Mm, that's good. Now, being a single mom and you're doing hair and you're traveling, how does that affect your relationship with your daughter? Um, it doesn't. Negatively. Uh, she understands. We had a conversation some time ago. She understands that in order for the bills to be paid and everything to be for her to live the life that she is blessed to live, I have to work. Oh, wow. That is awesome. I think a lot of times kids don't really appreciate the hard work that goes in, uh, goes on rather uh, behind the scenes for them to live the lifestyle. So for her to be able to uh, be able to see that experience that and have a mom who takes care of her, that is awesome because a lot of kids don't have that that parent in their life to uh, provide um, for them in a way that you're doing. So we want to thank God for that and God to continue to bless you in all that you do bless your hands uh really quick i don't know if we did or did not but i want you to plug hair by heather here on the royal judah podcast so let the good people know how they can get in contact with you you can find me on instagram at hair by heather 89 and i have a hair page on facebook that is named hair by heather all right good people good people please go check out hair by heather that's on facebook and on instagram as always, we really appreciate you, tribe. Spread the word, hair by Heather. Let us be a blessing and share her business. With that being said, as always, you are loved, you are cared for, and you are much needed. Until we meet again, tribe, one love.